Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of Save It For The Show. Episode 78, joined in the studio, Mr. Eddie, what's up man? Hey, what's up? How you doing? Pretty good, how are you? Great, we have a guest. Yes. A bona fide man, (laughs) guest, on the the line, Jay Wonder, the ghetto genius from ghettogenius.com. What's up, Jay? Hello, gentlemen. How are we doing this evening? Excellent. Great. Excellent. Thanks for coming on, man. I appreciate it. Hey, no worries, man. Thanks for having me. Um, I think we should give a little quick shout out to uh, our good friend, uh, Kathy, for uh, yeah. for uh, getting us two together and uh, connected. Dude, totally. I have a note right here. Shout out to Kathy for the intro. <laughs> so shout out to Kathy. She's the best. Yeah, she's the bomb. Love that girl. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped that she... You and you and I, I feel like are kind of kindred spirits. So let me let me give the background a bit on Jay and kind of what he does. So check out his website, ghettogenius.com. It's hilarious, and it's it's basically to me like you and your buddies. They, you, you write these insane stories, like real life stories. You give advice. You're you're sharing memes and internet tomfoolery and all that. So it's it's a great follow if you're looking for for some humors. Nice. You really should. And the reason why I felt so drawn to it, too, is because, like us, you share stories on your blog and your site that are insane, like embarrassing, <laughs> that don't always paint you in the best light. And I really appreciate that because I certainly do that on my show, too. Yeah, it's, um, you know, for the most part, you know, I, I do it from the kind of the, the writing end of it. And uh, you do it from the, you know, from the podcast uh, kind of uh radio bit which which I think that's what you and I appreciate and it's kind of like when you meet another person on that opposite end of the spectrum you're like holy shit man there's someone out there just like me and with the right. same exact fucked up stories so <laughs> exactly and there's more of us out there I think just most people either are, are too afraid to share them but you probably like me when you do share that story with somebody it feels good <laughs> it feels really Absolutely. good and if they laugh and if they can kind of they may share a story of their own too, where they felt like I'm the only guy that's ever had this happen to me. And odds are they're not. And you know, right. you, you and I are blazing gross trails, <laughs> letting people know that there's other weirdos out there. Yeah. And, you know, and I think also happens. too, I think, you know, the one thing people can appreciate, um, from what you, you do and what I do is, you know, I think when you show humiliation, it shows how real you are as a person. And not a lot of people can do that. Like you were saying, I think uh, a lot of people, uh, they have those same stories and they kind of keep it to themselves until, you know, take it to the grave. But, right. you know, on that um, other end, you and I are out there just kind of being like, ah, fuck it. Here's what happened. I shit my pants, you know, <laughs> use my hand as toilet paper and, you know, end of story. <laughs> right. So <laughs> Exactly. It's And it feels better to get it off your chest. And we're doing it in the world a service, I guess <laughs> yeah, you could say. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, our humiliation is their form of entertainment. So you're welcome, people. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> And the other reason why I feel like we're sort of kindred spirits too, and uh, besides both kind of working in advertising, is we both have day jobs. I mean, we, we both have <laughs> nine to five, yes. nine to later jobs, and <laughs> we still find time to sort of hone these passions. And to me, it's an outlet and, and so necessary now. And I imagine you probably feel the same way. Yeah. You know, I think, um, you know, being in advertising, I think we should make this clear to the people that don't know much about it. It's it's really not a nine to five job. I think we kind of work around the clock. Right. Um, mm. Whenever uh, we're available, um, we have to be, and 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 that's the crazy part about it. And for you to go and put these podcasts together and 
me with blogging and you know with with writing and whatnot. Um, I think a lot of people wonder how the hell we find the time, but you know I think with, with something you're so passionate about, you have to you have to make time, and that's right. that's the great thing about it. So. You have to. People like to say, oh, I'm so fucking busy. I got no time. And if you really break down their schedules, there's a good four or five hours a day of horseshit. <laughs> TV, Sports Center. I mean, there's something taking up their time. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is just oh, how we choose to spend our time. Yep. So. Absolutely agree, man. Nice. So, so tell me a bit more about your site. So, I mean, you know, what got me into doing the show is kind of like you. I was writing and I wanted to take it to the next step and whatever. Like what made you kind of sit down and say, all right, I have these great stories. I obviously like writing. I want to put them on the Internet. Kind of where did it all start? So it's kind of funny. Um, I've just I think ever since growing up, man, I, I've I've just been that that kid, that guy that's always had that that shitty luck, you know. Right. And uh, <laughs> when I was living in San Diego, uh, I lived there for about five or six years. I moved back to the Bay Area because I'm originally from the Bay Area um, in 2007. So obviously got a job um, at an agency in San Francisco and took BART every day. And I was living out there in Fremont. And, yeah, and BART, BART is like the, the train. The train, yeah, yeah, Bay Area for, Rapid yeah. Transit. So you know, I was taking BART every day. And for some reason, for literally the first, I swear, it felt like the first three years, the oddest shit was happening to me. There was like <laughs> just like bums pissing on the train and like <laughs> me just sitting next to you know a pile of shit it, it, it was right. so it was so weird that i would when you know when facebook was kind of just gaining that momentum i would post odd stuff that would happen to me mm. and you know at the time facebook only had like what 140 240 characters or something like that sure so i kind of had to summarize uh what i was talking about so as kind of you know a year or two went on people were like dude you have like shitty luck. Your your uh, statuses are hilarious. Have you ever thought about blogging? Hmm. So I was like, blogging. What's that? And they're like, oh, and it's just kind of like this site where you can post stories or pictures or whatever. So I looked into it, and um, in November 2010, uh, I started. Um, it was called. It was first. First, it was called the J Wonderful Life, or something long winded and right. confusing that you couldn't remember the URL. And but, wonder uh, with a U yeah. and not an O. Yeah. That's a great URL to throw out to somebody <laughs> and have to explain to them that. But okay, yeah. Yeah. So um anyways, uh started this site and I, I kinda the way I came about was, you know, if I'm gonna do something like if I were to go to a site, what would I want on the site? And I kinda thought like, you know, I want it to be like the one stop shop for funny pictures, video, random stories. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. And I kind of had this collection of just all this crazy shit that just went on and you know, growing up as a kid or all the crazy stuff that happened when I went to school at Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo and pretty much my adulthood. So that's what it started off as, you know, it, um, uh, I gave it a shot and, and did it. And it was, like you said, it was an outlet for me. And, and, um, I think everything kind of changed, um, last, last wait, June, 2012, um, mm. when Jamie Foxx got a hold of it. Yeah. Gave it a shout that out. Yeah. And, how, uh, that work and, out? Th- and, th- and th- that was pretty much it, man. And that's kind of how it all went down and an agent contacted me and, and here we are. Wow. So nice. how do you think he found it? Like just somebody, what, what, what post was it that made him say, Oh, check this kid out. Oh, so, uh, here was funny. So, um, I was posting all my blog stuff on there and I was getting, you know, people, uh, writing in for columns. 
and I was still writing my fucked up stories. So uh, I posted this picture one day, and it said, um, "Stand by, shit's about to get real." Hmm. And there, there was a meme that had that. So I posted it. Jamie Fox, I don't know how meme. he got it. Yeah, he, <laughs> he said he, meme. That's yeah. how you pronounce that meme, not meme. <laughs> Is it? I don't know if it's a meme or meme. I hope it's not meme because <laughs> I don't ever want to say meme. <laughs> Really? I need to look you know, into that. I'm pretty sure it's meme. Part, yeah, I think we need to. I think we need to look that up and see if it's a meme or meme. I thought it was meme. So if I'm saying it wrong, that this is fucked up because I've been saying it wrong for a while. <laughs> well, how do you say GIF? You don't say GIF, do you? No, I say GIF. All right, because if you said GIF, I was going to say then you're wrong about meme <laughs> too. All right, so you posted a meme and and he picked up on it. Yeah, so I posted a meme. There you go. Um, I posted a meme up, and uh, all of a sudden. Um, I started getting all these like notifications and it was like a hundred, 200. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I checked it out and it said, Jamie Foxx tagged you in a post. Hmm. And I was like, whoa, Jamie Foxx. So I go to his fan page and it says, hey, check this guy's page out. Hilarious. Go show him some love. Oh, wow. And, and within 24 hours, I got uh, roughly 10,000 new fans. And Jeez. when Jamie Foxx did that, the Tupac fan page, the official Tupac fan page, did the same thing. Wow. So they're all like walks of life coming to my page, showing me love. And my blog, it, it went berserk um, that month. And then in June, I hit uh, the 2 million mark. And then from there, it was kind of an agent got a hold of it. I, uh, my agent from New York, um, she was out with a, her one of her like prissy ass friends who mm. she didn't think would like, like my stuff. Uh, <laughs> she said, hey, have you heard of this guy, Ghetto Genius? You should check him out. He's hilarious. He has a ton of fans. And then I got contacted, man, um, mid-June of 2012. And that's kind of how it all started. But it was really, it was really Jamie Foxx getting a hold of this meme and, yes. and uh, giving me a shout-out, showing me some love, man. And, that's um, cool. I, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty fucking cool. And I, I still to this day, I can't, I can't believe it. I think I, I, that sort of notion that you said about all of a sudden I was getting a hit and, and 10 hits and 20 hits, I think that's every person that has a thing that – gets analytics like that because i've had the same i don't want to say dream but same thought like one day i might open up my stats and it'd be like like a slot machine has yeah. has taken over so good for you man well that's awesome i just put a good word in with jamie fox for me <laughs> no i will so. you know and the funny part is that too when when i started listening to your stuff i spent a whole day and you know hopefully um not a lot of my coworkers when they listen to this um rat me out but one day i was just like you know, I was talking to Kathy, mm -hmm. our homegirl, and I literally listened to so many of your fucking shows. I was just oh, laughing thanks. my ass off, oh. and um, it, it was great, man. You know, and I, and I, and I hope big things co come for you too, man, because um, I, I think what you that. have is is a good platform, and you know, you're good at what you do. So, you know, big ups to you, man. I appreciate that, man. Well, likewise, and you know, yeah, I definitely want to ask you about your agent and your book, but let me let me ask you a, another thing. So, so you write these stories, and do you have a girlfriend, or you're not? Are you married or anything? No, 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 no. I didn't think um, so. I um, I dabble. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what I was gonna say is, as a like, my wife knows that if some insane shit happens in our life, I'm probably gonna talk about it on the show. And that we yeah. do have our limits. You know, she's told me like, don't you fucking talk about this, and that yeah. doesn't happen too often. But what I was gonna say to you is, is if you've ever gotten in trouble, you know, you're so candid on your site that if a girl dates you. Do you have that conversation with her? Like, hey, you know, I have this website. 
if you know you let me do something weird to you or you, you shit on me, I'm going to write about it. So just so you know, heads up. Here, here's the funny part is that um, I think um, some of the people I'm close with, uh, they one thing I promised my close friends was I'll never use their name in a story. Mm-hmm. So I kind of put that aside because last thing I need is a lawsuit if, if I ever piss them off one day. Sure. Um, but I think for for women, you know what? There are crazy women out there. I'm talking fan wise mm-hmm. that I think they some want to kind of push the envelope to see if I'd write about them. So, and I, there, yeah, there are a few out there. So I think some are. Um, <laughs> so wait a second. Well, so you yeah. met like a girl via your site who knows what you do. And his thought, do you think, let me do something to get on the site? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's absolutely. fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think. Um, like a groupie. Yeah. Like a groupie. And that you would write a song about because she fucked you so hard or something <laughs> like if you're a rock star. You know, here's the crazy part, too. I think I think the women that that hit me up via email, um, you know who the crazy ones are. You know who the ones are are kind of just they're fans. Sure. And you know they got nothing but love for you. And I can kind of like, you know, point them out. And when I yeah. went on this book tour um, in August when my book launched, you know, I hit up a couple cities and I didn't find any fucking crazy bitch until New York. And um, <laughs> she's probably not a fan anymore. Right. But I wrote about it. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, you know she wrote me back. In an email, uh, basically, I wrote about the story and was like, wow, I didn't know I, I came off like that to your friends and your fans and like, you know, my reps that were there. And I was kind of like, okay, if I wrote a story about you that I didn't even describe how you looked, didn't say your name, right? and you knew that was you, yeah. that, that, should, that should let you know that you're fucking crazy. Exactly. <laughs> There's traits in that story that are, should be red flags to her personality. Oh man, Dan! I, you know, something. you guys. I, I wish. I wish you guys were there because the intensity of how one woman looks at can look at someone and you feel that your face is going to be eaten is, right. is is pretty pretty crazy. See now, is that part of the deal? Like, I. I follow Kim Kardashian on Instagram just because why not? I mean, I feel like if you're not following some of the celebrities that are the biggest in the world, they're almost like a channel in a weird way. You know what I mean? Like their photos, their, their dumb tweets. And I'm not like obsessed with them, but she posted a picture of herself the other day in the gym looking fine. (laughs) I'm a very big fan of hers. Like, I don't know who's not. Like people want to hate on her because she's a successful person and, Fucks Kanye West. Yeah. She's smoking hot. Like, <laughs> you, you can't say she's not. The girl is fucking gorgeous. So I looked on it and all the comments are like, die, bitch. Blah. Like, so mean. <laughs> so yeah. fucking mean. And then there's other people who are s- the opposite. Yeah. That worship her. And I, I kind of fat, fell down a little bit of a wormhole. I clicked on one of them and then it was a girl. It was, she had like 15,000 followers on Twitter and her name was candy kardashian and hashtag doll and dash doll and all this crazy stuff and all she does is talk to other kardashian fans about the kardashians what? she's making collages and tweeting at them hundreds of times a day notice me it would make my life if you tweeted at me just like dustin bieber or all these yeah. other people yeah yeah and so 
I, I, I just kept looking at it. And this one person, I, they had a blog entry where it listed how many times the celebrities tweeted at them. So it was like tweeted at by Kim Kardashian times one, Khloe Kardashian times two. And they were like sharing these stories. It just kind of blew me away. So the reason why I thought of this is you said that girl staring your face off. Like imagine a million people staring at your, 10 million people staring at your face. Like I know that's part of the deal with being a celebrity, but does anybody really want that? Like that life? You know, here, here's the crazy part. I, I, and I did think about that. And I've had, a, I've had friends and family members be like, well, you know, this is, it's kind of, you know, you signed up for it. And right. I think for you too, you know, you're this, you're this voice and this personality. You know, I think when, once you get this momentum, I don't know, it's weird, man. I think people, they, there are people that are going to respect you and kind of be cool. Mm-hmm. And there are people that are just going to go over the top. Like, I mean, I've, I've had people write into me three or four times. Like, they really think I'm a fucking therapist. Wow. Like, oh, yeah. And, and, you know, I think my, the advice I give to people is, is honest and blunt and, and I don't sugarcoat anything. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure you guys have, have read a few um, columns, sure. but there are people that literally will come and write to me over and over and you know at a certain point you're just like damn man you're really fucked up in the head right but at the same time <laughs> but at the same time though you know you got to appreciate it because i think these sure. people need an outlet they need someone to talk to but it's kind of like all right if we're talking about the same shit you know for the fourth time i, I think you need to stop getting your ass beat by your boyfriend and call the cops you know that, what i'm saying yeah. like it, or, or, or just or just random stuff like that or you know maybe you need to call like a real help get on some yeah real exactly you know because i think you know it it, it's cool to a certain extent but at the same time it's like you know you kind of your heart goes out to a lot of people that you're just like man i don't know if you're fucking right or you just want me to come and fly and see you and have sex with you i don't know (laughs) sure man i know you must get some questions that are just like you said if someone's writing you that their boyfriend beats them up I yeah. mean, what are you supposed to say to that? Uh, call the police and yeah. get a new boyfriend. Well, you know, that's the funny thing. You know, I, I mentioned that because that's the only question that I refuse to answer. Um, there's one girl that she she came with a straight domestic violent, like domestic violence, uh, like email, and Jeez. I just said, hey, you know, I I, I know I. I give advice to people, but let's let's be real here. <laughs> right. You have a phone, use it. You know, and I just said, yeah, I'm not here to go and bash the guy, and then he go trace who I am, and all of a sudden I'm on the ten o'clock news, floating down the river and shit. Seriously. Like, I, yeah, it's 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 not my thing. So you know, I think people, I don't know. I mean, I I know sometimes I, I enjoy being that voice of reason. I like being real, but it's stuff like that, man. I think it's 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 not my place, and right. anything that has to do with just off the wall stuff where, you know, you have to involve the law, you know, mm-hmm. I think people just need to think a little bit more. Yeah, I, I, totally. We're, we're not there yet. The worst we get is people will, will email and accuse me of being gay. <laughs> That's pretty much a lot of it. Hey, it, t- t- tell me this though, Dan, like, you know, you've been doing this for a while. You have, you know, you're on episode 78. Yes. You know, you've had, you've had hilarious guests, you know, you guys talk about funny stuff, real stuff. And it's amazing how much love you get, but in turn, how many people just kind of, I don't want to say despise yeah. people like you and I, but they just, they don't get it. And it's kind of like, okay, well, if you don't like something, like, why are you trolling? You know? Yeah. I, that's something that, that's a phenomenon. <laughs> Somebody needs to do a yeah. documentary on like uh, Howard Stern or another really polarizing guy who talks a lot. 
right. some of his biggest fans are the people that hate him the most. Yeah. And not and just like a guy yeah. like that, but like religious people. Like think about how many people listen to, I don't know, Rush Limbaugh that Ball. hate him. Yep. Yeah. Or um, any politics. It's just, it's, it's a weird psyche. Like somebody, somebody, here, I'll find one. Somebody sent a question in. Last week we talked about um, House of Cards mm-hmm. and, yeah. and stuff like that. So here, here's a question from somebody. You guys sound really dumb when you talk about TV shows that everyone was talking about months ago. House of Cards and Not Up with Homeland. Don't chalk it up to having a life. You don't. (laughs) And I mean, like, okay, why do you fucking listen to this show? You listen to the entire goddamn show. And then, so I posted the show Thursday morning. That morning, I got this. So this is a fan. This is somebody who knows every Thursday Oh, fuck this, Dan. I got to listen to his show and write him a mean email. And it's not even like that mean, but they just like throw that in like, oh, you don't have a life. And you know what? Of course I do. I can't watch every fucking show on television. I do a podcast. I have a job and I've got kids. Christ. Well, anyways. Well, fuck that person. Who are you? I would love to know who this person was. I know, but here's the funny part though, right? So I've gone back and forth and I... You know, the, the crazy part about the, the shit I write about and the, and the things I talk about, um, I, don't, I don't get a lot of, of negative feedback. But when I do, man, it's like these people Super are like, man. oh, nice fake story. Oh, you're just, a, you're just a motherfucker that thinks he's all that hot shit. Like I think one guy one time. And you know what? He's probably going to listen to this right. um, when it airs. <laughs> and he's probably like, yeah, I finally, I finally have him talk about me. But uh, sure. Um, this dude posted one day on this post I had and said, basically announced that he's this guy that knows people that know me and um, um, I'm a fake and I live, so, he, he said I lived in basically Dublin when I don't live in Dublin, I'm yeah. um, in the Bay Area and he said <laughs> that um, I was a wannabe gang member when I never ever admitted I was ever in a gang. I said I was a schoolboy because... I had brothers that were gang affiliated and mm-hmm. went well, and were locked up and I lived in a fucked up household. So I decided to do the right thing and, and go to school. So this guy was like accusing me of all this stuff. Like I'm a wannabe gangster and all this shit. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's probably going to delete this, this, um, this comment and fuck him and blah, blah, blah. So Jeez. I, I kind of laughed. Yeah. I mean, this dude like went off and I was like, I said, wow, man. I said, you know what? I, I, I like you. And I said, I'm, I'm not going to delete your comment. I basically said, you should hang out with me and my buddy sometime. Drinks are on me. Hmm. And it was hilarious because it was at that point when my fan base just unloaded on this guy. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> and it was kind of like, you know, it, it's, it's shit like that, like with you. Like here are these people that they, they're going to your show. No one's putting a gun in their head saying, you better listen to Save It for the show tonight. Like right. no one's fucking saying that. But you go and you choose to do that, and it's like, how much attention do you need from someone like yourself or or me to to respond? And it's like, hey man, if if yeah. if I don't like fucking eating pizza, I'm not going to go eat fucking pizza, right? You know, and <laughs> but you know, there are, there are people out there that 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 want that want that that response, and they and they and they and they love it. And I think the guy that probably hates my guts, and he's probably going to tell you know the world that. He knows my life is is probably enjoying this right now. So yeah, well, thanks congratulations for to him. Yeah. Hey, and thanks for the listen, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Share this episode with all your friends and uh, yeah. get them on board. I think part of it too is they see in themselves something that they see in us something that they wish they could do. You know, like 
They see, well, fuck this guy. Who does he think he is to share this story when they probably want to share a story like that? So like you said, yeah, they want attention. So instead of getting it by doing something positive or their own thing, they say, you're gay and House of Cards is bad and you're a wannabe gangster. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I'll tell you what, I I can't tell you how many times from men, not from women, um, how many times I've got the whole... Oh, you're trying to be like Tucker Max. First of all, I didn't know who the fuck Tucker Max was until my, a- until my agent said, hey, do you know who Tucker Max is? I'm like, no. She's like, well, you should pick up one of his books. I bought the fucking book. It's still here on my coffee table, and I haven't opened the book up because I don't read. So, <laughs> I, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Tucker either. Max. Yeah. Is he, anyway, is he the, dude, the, dude, the dude's a, he's a genius, actually. And you know, he, he writes about – he basically degrades women, talks about how he slept with them. But – He's a genius. I mean, he has four best-selling books. He has a Broadway show, and oh, I'm not going to knock the guy because from what I hear, he's hilarious, but a lot of people don't like him. But at the end of the day, it's like he's got four best, you know, New York Times bestsellers, so I'm not going to knock someone that's successful. But for people to compare me when that's not even you know, my MO, it's, it's hilarious because I think there are people, like you said, right. that are like, man, I wish I could fuck him. I can, I can be just as good as him, and here they are you know, listening to you and and wanting to, you know, read my shit. So sure, and like, what? Only one guy is allowed to write about life and guy stories <laughs> and, and sleeping with women. Hey, sorry, the, the market's cornered on that. <laughs> that's that's done. Actually, you know what? I shouldn't do a podcast because there's already a podcast <laughs> out there. So all right, fuck it. I'll throw the towel in tonight. Last show. Haters gonna hate, guys. Haters gonna yeah. hate. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. So I, I guess the last question I was gonna have for you is, is is I think about this a lot with. Uh, say for the show is kind of like what's the end game i mean i i really don't have the notion of quitting my day job and i'm doing this full time and and i want to be rich and famous with it i you know i really do like my day job but i was curious with you and and, you know you don't have to answer this because you're right some people you work with might be listening but where do you kind of see this this going for you no you know actually that's a good question I'm, i'm glad you asked it you know uh when i first started all this stuff it i'd never I never had the intention of, of writing a book or anything. I was like, Here, here's a hobby I enjoyed doing. And to, to have people respond back, hey, you made my day. That story was hilarious. That was enough reward for me. Hmm. But when I had the opportunity to kind of do this book, you know, I mean, how many people get that opportunity? I mean, there, oh, are, there are full-time writers that, amazing. Yeah. that are still looking for book deals. And here I am, this fucking asshole that, oh, you know, so gets cool. this kind of put in his lap. And, and, and it's forever. Like, yeah. your blog is digital. This podcast is a fart in the air. I mean, it's nothing. <laughs> a book is a book. I mean, yeah. books have been around. You put that shit on your shelf. You can give it to your children. <laughs> I mean, there's something so... I know books are dying and newspapers are dead and whatever, but there's still something special about a book Yeah, and just having it and holding it. So really, yeah, kudos to you, man. That's super badass. Yeah, thank you. So, you know, and so to, to, to get to this point... Um, the, the next step, I think, for me is, uh, you know, my team and I, um, of all these important people who make me look like I'm fucking, you know, this small person, you know, we're, we're really exploring right now how we can take the life advice that I'm giving and translate it to TV and mm-hmm. how we can successfully, you know, take the tone of the book and the blog and make it a show. And that's kind of the next step right now. Um, it's exciting. And I think it's one of those things for me where um, it's a little it's a little surreal because last year 
I met with um, one of the agencies out there in LA and, you know, we sat down and, and they were loving the shit that I was bringing and um, it was different to them. It was different. I think it was something that you don't really see on TV. So for us, uh, we kind of put our heads together and I let them, you know, read the book and, mm-hmm. and figure it out because what do I have to lose? Hey man, you know, I still yeah. have a day job. Right. I'm not, I'm really not really losing out on it if they say no. So, right. um, when they kind of came back and said, you know, dude, we, we should work with this. Let's, you know, let's talk to some people. Um, you know, I think the motivation, um, got a little bigger for me, um, because it was not only, okay, here, here's this book, it's, it's out of the way and right. it's across, you know, all these countries and North America, but it's, you know, if we can put this to t- t- TV, how awesome would that be? And I think it just so kind of awesome. comes down to, yeah, it kind of comes down to um, how it would be translated, what we would do, because the book, which I'm sending to you, um, Thank I, you. I think you'll see, I think you'll see for yourself. There's so many different avenues that you can you can go with it, and um, it, it's it's, it's it. that fucked up and hilarious that I think you can be like, damn, I can see it being this or that, or you know, scripted or unscripted. So that's, that's kind awesome. of it, man. I think I think that's kind of the next the next step for me and and if it, if there's an opportunity there awesome if not like i said man i, I think I, I i rode a good wave and i had a good run and you know i'll keep yeah, blogging man. and doing my thing no that's great I and mean, that's the thing you're right you've nothing to lose i mean really if you and, and sometimes i think about you know we had a comedian on a few months ago his name is bill steitler in new york mm-hmm. and he left pittsburgh he moved to new york like this is his life uh, JT, who's been on the show, like he moved to Austin. He's doing comedy. That's his life. Love that guy, by the way. So tell him <laughs> I said hello. Seriously, he's he's he, he's I, a trip. I fucking he's a trip. Yeah, yeah. He's something else. But it's like these guys, and they're young. Obviously, I mean, I'm gonna be 33 next month. Like, <laughs> I can't, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell my wife and kids, like, hey, uh, let's move to New York. Uh, I'm gonna be a stand-up <laughs> comedian now. But I still think, like, you know, you can have a day job and a passion project, and if the passion project grows and becomes fun i mean you find a way to make it work until i guess one day it does take over what your so-called life is supposed to be so you know good for you man i appreciate that i appreciate you sending out the book too i I look forward to reading it so yeah well you know let me let me flip the question on you man What, what do you see what do you see happen for yourself i don't know i mean i frankly i mean i love doing this yeah you know and if i you know i like I said, I do like my job and I, I like what it, uh, the lifestyle that I live. I mean, I work from home, so I love that. There, there's certain things about my job that I just adore, but I really do like this podcast a lot. And if, I don't know, I, I guess if I could do it full time for reals, I probably would. <laughs> I probably yeah. would. That's a very honest answer. <laughs> I don't well, know. What about you too, I, Eddie? Eddie'd have to quit his job too. Just I have would, to support yeah. both of us. Yeah. I mean, it would, it would have to be a pretty, a pretty nice paycheck. For me, a like twenty grand. Job. I'll, I'll give you five grand. To quit your job. <laughs> well, you well know, I, I think I think what I'll, uh, I think the thing with a lot of people is, you know, I, I know you have a sponsor and whatnot, and you've done so many shows. And me personally, I fucking I love it. I love the shit out of what like what what you guys do. And I think one thing people need to understand is that, yeah, you know, I think being successful and having the shows that you have, and and you know the book that I wrote, it, it doesn't make you multi-millionaires overnight and i think it's oh, the work God, that no. you put in the opportunities you have yeah will, will build that you know the work is its own reward as corny as that sounds i mean yeah. 
I, you know what? I I don't need. I don't want money from the show. I want fans. I guess if the right. if there's a currency I want, it's fucking hits. Yeah, yeah, and ears. Yeah. But which, money wouldn't hurt either. Money wouldn't so. hurt. <laughs> but just some free shit. I love free shit. Yeah. You greedy bastards. You know, let's move on to real treat. This this is kind of uh, relates to my real treat. My real treat was I was at a gas station, and I did a scratcher. <laughs> which you know growing up in las vegas there's no scratchers there no. there's a fucking embargo on them because the casino industry says why yeah we don't need a lottery so there is no scratching and it's fine too because at state line you can buy scratchers and lottery tickets people drive to california from nevada to play the lottery yeah because there's not enough gambling right in their fucking face. <laughs> so moving to California, it's it was novel to me to be able to do these scratchers. And it's like a game, you know, you scratch it. And everybody knows what this is. It's a fucking piece of paper with foil on it. You use a coin, you scratch it, and you win money. I won 20 bucks. Nice. The other day. And it felt great. <laughs> if, if you walked up to me and just handed me a $20 bill, I'd say, oh, cool, man. Thanks for 20 bucks. <laughs> Like it's not like it's a lot of money, but winning it yeah. in the fucking gas station, and then I triumphantly walked back into the gas station <laughs> and boom, slammed it down on the thing and twenty dollars, ma'am, and you know, <laughs> and I called my boss and fucking quit my job. <laughs> so that was my real treat. It just felt good and gambling in general. You get a rush from it, but yeah. I like free shit. I think that relates to that. So if yeah, if a sponsor wanted to send me headphones or. One time we got some free beef jerky. I mean, so we got like $10 of beef jerky. And Shit was good, though. It was good. I'm not saying their name because they nope. haven't said anymore. But it was fun to get that shit in the mail. And I, getting something in the mail is like getting a present. So when I get your book in the mail, I'm going to yell and be like, oh, shit, the book is here. And run home and rip it open and... You know, so yeah, that's my real treat. Yeah. Hey, Dan, that's just going to be signed too, brother. Ooh, snap. Nice. I'm really excited. I'm really, I would have been mad if it wasn't. Put that shit on eBay. Right. Don't look for it on eBay. You didn't sign to Dan, did you? Yeah. Uh, no, no, I just put, hey. Dear person. <laughs> hey, hey, comma. <laughs> uh, or what about you, Eddie? What's your real treat this week? Uh, my, my real treat is Workaholics is coming back January Ooh. 22nd. Yeah. Just saw a post on Facebook about it, so got got pretty excited about it. I love that show. Yeah, show's fucking awesome. Speaking uh, of a thing picking up steam, like I remember watching that show and no one did. Yeah. Now it seems like everyone watches it. Yeah. I don't know. They really tapped into like that internet humor stuff and it, the guys on the show are all our age. Yeah. So yeah. they're making yeah. jokes about the 80s and old school stuff and 90s, which I feel like a lot of the younger fans, they can't get those references. No. no, they they think they act like they do. They're right. like, oh yeah, I know what that is. And then you're like, okay, what is it? And then they tell you the the newest version that they redid like 15 times. You're like, you don't get it. Yeah. No, you know, yeah, not at all. They were talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in one episode. It was so funny. They were in the <laughs> sewer. Did you, you guys see that? Yeah, episode? I saw that. I don't want to get into it in case no one's seen it, but uh, <laughs> it's funny. I mean, the guy, the show is starring you know late 20s, early 30 year olds. It's probably yeah. written by that same age set. Of course they're gonna write about that kind of horse shit. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. So that's a great one. I'm looking. Shout out to, to uh, Jillian Bell too. Seriously, hopefully Eddie, she'll be on the show someday. You gotta get that girl yeah. on. Trying to man. Eddie Do went it. to high Do school it. with one of the girls on that show. Yeah. No shit. Look at Eddie, man. Yep. Pimp that out, man. I know. Mm. Trying to work that angle. Well, now it's on in the ether, so <laughs> she'll look really rude if she doesn't come on. Yeah, totally. <laughs> what about you, Jay? What do you got? Um, you know what? Um. My real treat, and this is probably going to sound a little corny, but I finally got 
season eight of Entourage, the last and final season on DVD. Very nice. corny. Um, yeah, I actually, I'm a big fan of Entourage and I fucking miss season eight. So I kind of feel like I have to watch all fucking seven seasons prior. So I Get know, here. so I'm not missing out. It's like, you know, it's like if you watch Lost and you kind of yeah skipped out on a season, like, well, fuck, I got to start over from the beginning because none of it's going to make sense. So <laughs> got, yeah, got season eight, man. And, um, hold I know on that's, a second. Yeah. I liked Entourage a lot. I watched it every week, like yep. all the way. It was season eight, the last season. Yeah, season eight was the last season, man. Man, you don't have to watch anything. It's just <laughs> uh, fucking uh, Vince is banging chicks and making movies, and Ari's yelling, and <laughs> there you're caught up, man. Turtle's weird. You know, one thing about that show that bothers me is remember when Turtle had that uh, girlfriend, that black girlfriend from the car shop? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I hate when they do shit like that. Like, I thought she was going to be a recurring Interracial thing. couples? That's what no, you hate, Dan? shut up. Uh, <laughs> like, I was pumped on that storyline, and then, poof, just nothing. Then he was fucking Jamie Lynn Sigler, which is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, fucking Meadow Soprano, man. What the Seriously. fuck is up with that? That's bullshit. Of course that would never happen. She wasn't that... <laughs> she was a... She wasn't the actress in the show, was she? What, what or was mean? she? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. She was... Actually, no. I think she was Jamie yeah, Lynn. Yeah. She was... Yeah, yeah. she played herself, yeah. yeah. She played herself, yeah. Real yeah. stretch. Yeah. For, <laughs> So that's a great real treat, though. So you're gonna watch them back to what took you so long to get it? The show's been out for two years. I know, man. But you know, I it was. Uh, you're I, no I, fan. I'm one of. I, sometimes <laughs> I, I'm a cheap ass. Sometimes so, yeah. when it came out on DVD when it's new, it was like you know, oh, buy this for fucking like forty bucks. I'm like, fuck that. I'll wait till Christmas. And I kept asking people right. for it as a Christmas gift, and everyone was bailing out and getting me socks and shit. So I was just sure. like, you can't give me season eight. And finally. I had to go out, get season eight, and um, I'm happy now. I just got to make sure that the DVDs are in there because I don't know, you know, people be pulling crazy shit and they're putting bootlegs in, in DVDs now and You're right. you never know. So I got to make sure that's a, a legit season eight. Well, you let me know if that happens because I, I have ways to find it on the internet. <laughs> you know, I'll hook you up. Well, that's good. Well, you know, we got a bunch of questions. So you activated the, the Ghetto Genius Army. <laughs> and we, we got a, a handful of questions. Thankfully, we didn't get any like, hey, my boyfriend is beating my ass right now. What should I do? In a bad way. In a bad yeah. way, yeah. <laughs> Not enjoying this. So uh, let's rattle off a few of these. Oh, one of them we got last week. Speaking of my sponsors, did JT cause you to lose Squarespace? <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> Even though what he said was was uh, not true, Squarespace <laughs> is a great company, but I had a business deal with them to only do so many episodes, and that contract's up, and we're renegotiating it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a little show uh, backstory <laughs> for you. But I, when I got this question, it made me laugh, and I, I wanted to address it in case someone thinks, I don't know, they're uptight and <laughs> threw a fit about him being a weirdo. Okay. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Can you ever bang someone a friend of yours has? So for me, the answer is yes, <laughs> but I yeah. never have. Um, I well, yes, because I have. <laughs> there you go. What's that? An Eskimo brother? Is that what they call that? Uh, you know what? No, it, it it when I when I moved from San Jose into the small town of Riverbank, California. Big shout out to RBK, by the way. Um, there, you know, it's it's one of those smaller farm towns. So here I went from like, 
you know, bigger city, bigger schools into this like bumfuck Egypt um, back in like 92. So there wasn't much to go around. So the hottest girl, she was obviously going to date a bunch of guys and and those guys ended up being your friends. So sure. Yeah. It was kind of, you know, it was like this, it, she kind of went in circles and I think it was like, there was that guy bond that, that code of like, okay, if she's serious, I'll lay off and I'll never touch her and all that stuff. But it's like, uh, she was kind of like, you're hooking up with her and all that. Then it was kind of fair game. Um, so yeah, in in that sense, yeah, I've done that a few times. (laughs) Did you ever find yourself like at a party with her and your guy friends and it would almost be, who's going to get her tonight? Who's going to put the moves on tonight to bring home Cheryl? Yeah, you know, it was kind of weird. Yeah, we were we were kind of dirty like that back in the day, man. We sure. <laughs> we we kind of we kind of drew either drew straws or you know people were calling dibs. But right. you know, then you'd have the, then you'd have someone that came from left field and you know swooped in, swooped in, man. <laughs> and you and you were definitely pissed, and you went home to use your tears as lube. Yeah, I guess by so. yourself. <laughs> Not my tears. My tears are salty and dry. <laughs> Eddie, what about you? Would you do that? Um. I, I think for me it depends on um, how often they fucked and how okay. close of a friend he is to me. Like a one time. Well, geez, yeah. Okay, like so if one, if it's a one time thing, you're then putting yes. too many rules on it. Yes, I think if it's a one time thing, yes. But if he's just you know raw dogging it for years and then they break <laughs> up, oh, right? yeah. I'm not trying to I'm not trying to dive into that. So oh, of course, yeah, Eddie's all playing emotional, the emotional yeah, card right now. I'm not saying if me and my wife get a divorce, <laughs> then you and your wife get a divorce. You know, and then we just swap. Got to have sex with my wife, my ex-wife, <laughs> <laughs> and our wife. They're sisters too. That'd be hilarious. Uh-huh. Oh man, for the show drama, we should do like that. We should. Uh, you, you can have sex with Nicole for to give us a good story. Maybe the one of our babies. Both our wives are pregnant too. Jay. Oh, congr- hey, congratulations, guys! Thank Thanks. you. You yep. never know, man. A little show I, drama. I'm telling you. I'm telling. But just you know, I, I like to. I came with a new term with uh with with Mel, with Mel Jizz. I call it baby gravy. Oh, <laughs> exactly. Well, there you go. So you guys are giving some baby gravy, and you're gonna have some babies. So congratulations, Big you two. Thank, Thank you. you. A friend of mine is trying to get pregnant. Uh, a listener of the show. I won't say his name because that's like a touchy thing. Like it's, you spend your entire fucking life trying not to get pregnant, <laughs> doing everything you can, wearing condoms, pulling out, praying, getting a text <laughs> from some girl that she's late, and you basically praying that she's either having an abortion, not an abortion, or um, a miscarriage or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're, yeah. and she is too. I mean, that's not. I'm not trying to be callous here, but or that she's not actually pregnant and that she's just late, and then you try to have a baby, and it's hard. Like it doesn't happen like right away. Yeah. And a lot of people don't talk about that, but yeah, people spend a long time or they have real miscarriage and then you're sad if you have a miscarriage. You're <laughs> yeah. devastated. I don't know if I have like super sperm, but I, I, you're pretty I can good? impregnate a lady pretty quickly. Good for you, man. So pat well, on yeah, my back. You got super baby gravy, brother. <laughs> yes. I guess so. And I'm not saying I, Nicole and I had a hard time, but I know from other friends of mine, it's it can be tough. So yeah. anywho, all right, let's move on. So here's another one. I think this was the same person. Can you ever hook up with a bro's sister? I have. <laughs> there you go. Well, here's the only reason why is because my buddy hooked up with my sister. So oh. it was kind of like, it wasn't payback. It was like, you know, he's, yeah. he's a good guy and whatnot. And I hope if he's listened to it, to this, that his wife doesn't get fucking mad. So were you respectful? <laughs> but but, no, but that was, sister? that was like, that was that was a long time ago. Sure. Well, when yeah. you guys were together, you know, 
Were you respectful to her? Did you treat her like a lady? Uh, you know, actually, you know what? She, um, we didn't, we didn't really do much. I mean, you know, we kissed. I touched her boobs, and yeah, that was about Go it. On. Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 kind of. That's weird too. Got material lubes working now. <laughs> yeah. well, what was she part, wearing? Yeah. Well, the funny the funny part is though now is that like when I talk about like shit like this, I know friends that are listening. They're like, oh, who was it? So they go through this like family tree of fucking oh, friends right. and like who has sisters. So. Um, yeah, that should that should. I gave him an easy answer. I know, right? Some like Law and Order SVU <laughs> friend of yours is gonna make a tree. I know. You know, it happened when we were freshmen, man. So I was what I was. Yeah. Fourteen, fifteen, with a little a little wang. So it's all good. Come on, yeah. It's not even real at that <laughs> yeah, point. It is. It's make believe. I I think I would as a well. I guess kind of like Eddie said, it depends on how close I was. Uh, one of my friends hooked up with one of my sister with my sister once, and she was in love with him. I think at the time, and I think he wasn't very nice to her and like broke her heart. And with him and I weren't really friendly for a long time after that. So you, you tell me who he is. I know I will hunt him <laughs> down, or kill him. Um, but I, I love you, Ange. That was a hundred years ago for her too. But I think at the time uh, he wasn't very nice to her. So, what a dick! I know. Fucking dicks. Man. So, all right, here we go. Here's another one. Uh, if it's legal to have sex with a 16-year-old in Canada, should you? Question oh, mark. Fuck. <laughs> so, I guess you? This, so I guess this is us in Canada. If I'm meeting a six, where the fuck am I going to meet a 16-year-old? That's that's half my age. I yeah. can't. I can't yeah, think that low. I can't do that shit, man. I mean, if she's hot, I'll just be like, okay, she's hot, but fuck, right. she's six. Yeah, man. I mean, she's still playing with Barbies and shit, right? <laughs> What's a sixteen-year-old gonna do, really? Like, I don't know, man. Who wants to? Yeah. Unless you're really like a perv and you want to have sex with a kid. I mean, really? Like, that's not a woman. A sixteen-year-old yeah. is not gonna fuck you good or hard, or you're not gonna enjoy it like from a visceral. Fucking level. Yeah. She's it's a like, kid. what are you gonna do? You're gonna fucking give her fucking cocoa puffs and watch reruns of Hannah Montana after? Right. <laughs> what? Seriously. Now, eighteen though. Eighteen hey. year old. Hey, that's cool with me. No, I, I don't know. We hey, t- I, I I look at that as when you say eighteen, I'm like, oh, freshman in college. Even though they might be going like, you know, to JC or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> that is a big difference. Though. You're a freshman in college. Yeah. Like, you're a woman. Yeah. You can make exactly. your own bad choices now. What, what if you're a six year old freshman in college? You're like super oh. smart. Is that does that oh boy? Does that bump it up or <laughs> no? <laughs> you're gonna drive me to drink this bottle of tequila tonight. I know, right? Jesus. So no, if this is if this is an advice question, I would say no. I say no that I call fucking I'd call the cops on that bastard. I know, right? Yeah. Well, now that I'm having a daughter too. I'm definitely more wary of that. She's going to fuck guys. I know that. But I hope, you know, I want to instill good values in her. So at least she doesn't take loads on her face. <laughs> just know, just know that, you know, like you're, you're, you're a stern guy. Don't fuck with pops. You know, I yeah. think as long as you get that respect, you're all good. But yeah, she definitely shouldn't take loads on the face. No, not at least with the guy she's going to marry. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So here's another one. If a chick was a dime, and you know she banged another dude that day. Is it okay to bang her that night? <laughs> so this is a, this is a great dime. Who's fucking two dudes? Um, All right. So let's let's say it's Kim Kardashian. Oh, and, and- Kanye fucked her. Hell yeah! <laughs> and I'd be pumped like my dick was where his dick was. Yeah. I got Kanye residue on my dick. <laughs> Boom. Well, okay. If it was as hot as her, 
as long as he covered it up. <laughs> if he went, if he if he unleashed inside, if he ripped it off, no, because that it's still in there. Unless she really. What know. if he? What if he busted in her mouth? An only mouth? Well, then yeah, of course. Downstairs. Well, no, well, obviously he. Yeah. She, he banged. All her right. Head. No, I, I think I would. She was a dime. <laughs> she was a slam piece. <laughs> hey, tell me, tell me this though. Tell me this real quick. It, okay, so so that that question was asked, but for a woman, how does that make her feel knowing that? Okay, some dude just busted in her, and she's about to have sex with another dude. Like, what goes on in a woman's head? I wish. Man, yeah, I, I wish there was a woman to answer that 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 has done that. Some like really bona fide <laughs> whore, you know? Yeah, and even like a guy like this isn't like a slut shaming thing. Like, oh, a guy could do that, but a woman can't. A guy doesn't do that. <laughs> and listen, if you fuck two different girls in one day, Jay, then wow, write a story about that because <laughs> yeah. that's a baller move. And if a girl wants to do that, I, you know, I guess there's the the contradiction. I'm saying the guy's a baller. But if a girl did it, I'd probably think she was a little, little hoary. Yeah. Well, I think, well, here's the thing. If a woman is kind of very DL about stuff and isn't like flaunting her shit and acting like an actual whore. Right. I mean, how can you knock that? Right. And it's like, Hey man, props to you for being like, you know, a pimp and, and not letting the world know like, Oh yeah, you fucked this guy at seven 30 this morning. And then, you know, you're sucking some other dude's dick at 5 PM and right. then eating tacos after. I mean, sure. it's all good. You're right. That is all good. <laughs> I take it all back. <laughs> if she wants to do that, then if a guy is fucking and flaunting it, then he's a shit bag too. I guess there's oh, just yeah, shitty people, not slutty people. Yeah, exactly. You know, see, we're on the same page here, gentlemen. All right. We, I knew we would be. All right, here's another one. We'll try to get through a few more of these. Hey guys, big fan. What is the word? I always have to read that part too. I can cut it out. I can make anything up. Hey guys, boy Dan's handsome. What a handsome fucking guy. Hey guys, big fan. Exclamation point. What is the worst drunken sexual experience you've ever had? Ooh. And let's just say sexual is kind of anything. Like not necessarily okay. intercourse. Okay. So I'll, I'll let you guys. I'll let you guys go first. I got to think about this one. <laughs> you want to go first, Eddie? Uh, I, I got to think about it too. All right. That's... I guess I'll go. I, I, since I got the question earlier, and I'm saving it for the show. I didn't really <laughs> think about this. The the only one that I could really think of, and I guess I've had whiskey dick a few times. Like whatever. That's not really that bad. But there was this girl once in San Diego, where uh, I went to school there for a little bit too, Jay. Um, nice. And you know this isn't that bad. Now I'm kind of thinking it through. This is kind of weird. <laughs> I, uh, I think I have one. All right, good. So yeah, someone take over here. I um, it's I, I don't know if it's super embarrassing, but um, I was it, it was with my wife. Oh, okay. You know, we're getting hot and heavy, and my stomach started going crazy. Oh. And <laughs> it was it was you know we were it was having a great time, um, and super drunk. And I was like, hold on, I gotta go to the bathroom. So I go to the bathroom and I take a huge fucking shit. I'm gone for oh. like 20 minutes. So wait a second. You you were actively inside her and had to press pause? Yes. Oh boy. Oh yeah. shit. And um, so like I go to the bathroom and I come back and about to get back into it and I feel like I have to throw up. Oh, so I geez. run to the bathroom again and I throw up and I, I you know, was, was in there for another like 20 minutes, came back. She's like on the bed, like pissed. Of course. That, you know, I ruined this, uh, you know, good time that we're having. Right. And um, because she's pissed and because I'm feeling like shit, 
I, I just assume that it's over and right. I, you know, I put my clothes on and I get back in bed and put the covers up and she's like, so we're just going to fucking stop. And I was just like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm going to shit my pants yeah, again. You weren't um, feeling well. So not really embarrassing, just kind of a just shitty situation. situation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised she'd be ready to let you go again. You know, we we had a few drinks. So Tip of the hat to her. We I guess you're right. Time, so. She wanted hers. That's she's she's my she's my ride or die chick. So. There you go. <laughs> what, what about you, Jay? Did you think of one? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, this one's pretty fucked up. That I I don't think I ever blogged about or I, <laughs> I uh, wrote Exclusive. in the book, but it was uh, <laughs> Halloween at Cal Poly, and um, for a couple weeks, I'd see this girl at this bar, and. Um, she was, uh, I think she was, I think she was Filipino and she would always like look at me and all that and just be like, kind of like very aggressive. Ooh. And, um, and I was kind of like, I was always just like, whoa, 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 that's, that's a sign of crazy right there. Let's, let's calm down. So Halloween night, she's dressed up as this ladybug okay. and I don't even know, if, I don't, I think I was dressed up as fucking nothing. Um, so we're all drunk and at the end of the night, she's like, Hey, let's go back to my place. So she has one of like, you know, like one of the guys, like one of her friends, like take us back. Of course, he's like hating the whole time. Like, are you sure you want to take this guy back to your place? I'm like, dude, just fucking drive, bro. Wait a like, second. Wait a second. <laughs> she had a guy friend drive you both to her place? Yeah. Yeah. To her <laughs> studio, to her studio apartment. Well, damn. That's a move. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. So of course he's all sad and shit, like hates on me and like speeds off. And so I take off her whole fucking like ladybug outfit suit and we're like getting it on. Well, fucking, I like bend her over doggy, right? And I'm like, fucking, I'm fucking her. And lo and behold, (laughs) dude, this chick is having her fucking period. And so I'm like, oh, I was like, holy shit. So it gets worse. So so I'm like fucking her. I'm like, all right, be cool, be cool. And I'm like. You know when like you're drunk and you're like, oh man, I can fuck for hours because like sure. I'm like the, I'm the perfect buzz to where I'm not gonna come for at least two hours. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to town and I'm like, well, fuck, she's bleeding. I'm just gonna put it in her ass. Oh. So I start like <laughs> trying to massage it and I spit and like I open up her butt cheeks and I spit on her asshole and I'm like literally like trying to like massage her butthole and she's like, are you putting your thumb up my ass? I'm like. No, she's like, it feels like it. I'm like, yes. And so, so <laughs> I'm like literally like jamming my thumb in her asshole while I'm fucking her. And she's and there's like fucking period blood everywhere. Oh my so God. it's all fucked. Yeah. So I'm drunk and I'm trying to like I feel like I'm opening like this fucking like hole. Like I'm trying to make it huge. Right. And all of a sudden, dude, I take my fucking thumb out because I'm like, okay, it's ready. And there's shit all over my hand. What'd you expect? (laughs) Well, I know. I know. Because I think I startled her. So I think she might have like. Yeah. You know know what her hygiene's like back there. I mean, I'm not saying anything wrong with that area. But what is she just taking a shit or was just gross? (laughs) So she's like, oh, so I'm like, oh, my God. There's like shit on my right thumb. Like there's like remnants on the left hand. And there's blood on my dick and my balls and like on my fucking groin area. Oh, man. So. Literally, what do I do is, and she was, and she was kind of like, wanted me to keep going, and I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. Right. So I go, and I'm like, oh my god. So of course, what do I do? Like, I use like her mom's towels, you know, that her oh. mom bought her and shit. Like on the nice towels, I'm like wiping shit and like blood, and I literally <laughs> get up. There's a, there's an image for you. You walk in the bathroom, <laughs> yeah. and you know, like whenever you're naked and you've just finished, and you kind of look at yourself, and you're covered in 
juices and things. <laughs> I'm just imagining you. Uh, I don't even, just this blood all over your dick <laughs> and your bonch, just your whole area. And you have poopy hands. I mean, that's Dude, something for your TV <laughs> show right there. And here's the worst part is that, you know, and and people will probably say, no, they don't do this, but it's a fucking lie. But whenever you get shit or something on your hands, you know you're going to smell. So you're like, how bad oh. is it really? Smell? And you're like, holy fuck, this fucking stinks. Like, shit, what did she eat? Right. So I'm fucking, yeah. So I go, literally go back. I'm a, I'm a wreck. She looks like she just got murdered. And, yeah. I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, I got to go. And the worst part was, though, is that she would always frequent the bars I would go to. Oh, no. So... She wasn't she, worst part was she wasn't even embarrassed. She was mad that I didn't finish the job, which made me think this bitch is crazy. Yeah. So anytime I saw her, I would kind of just like do a U-turn, but Give literally thumbs my up. thumb smelled my thumb smelled like shit for at least three to four days. I bet. Ugh, dude, man. Comet, Clorox, it didn't it didn't matter, dude. She ate something that was like just not right. I, it wasn't right, dude. It was <laughs> fucking toxic. Man. Well, listen, I I'm not even gonna try. To, to, to top that story <laughs> my story was basically i had this girl in san diego and you know that movie do where like she was down to her underwear and i was sort of like rubbing it on it <laughs> and i don't know why i'm being so uh <laughs> it on it yeah what's what it, what's it my uh, my penis was rubbing her underwear because <laughs> you know i don't usually share embarrassing things on this show all of a sudden i'm feeling very shy and I, I came, I blew a load all over her panties because <laughs> oh, I was drunk. And it was just that moment where I just touched it just right. I, I think I'd been hard yeah. for two hours. Like her oh, and I had man. been fooling around and it was yeah. like a soda bottle. And the yeah. second I pulled it out, we weren't even going to have sex. She was like, no, no, we're friends. Let's not take it to the next step. And the second I just kind of tapped it on her, her badge, <laughs> poof, oh, man. just blew everywhere. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. And what was her reaction? Oh, my fucking God. Like, she was mad because she wanted <laughs> something. I think she thought I was going to go down on her uh, or okay. something. And at that point, I was like, oh, man, I'm tired. I gotta, <laughs> you should probably go. <laughs> I got a test tomorrow. <laughs> Big chemistry test. That's, All right. that's the one thing, though, about women is that if you don't please them the way they want to if, and if, if a guy's done their job, not only are they pissed off, but, man, they will fucking tell their, oh, yeah. their girlfriends <laughs> and you are like, the, you are the worst person in the world. Not only because you didn't please her, but it's like, selfish. You were, you, you, yeah, you're you're selfish and you fucking you're not good yeah. at all. No, that's yeah, that was a bad one for me. We we stayed friends, and I I, I think I might have made it up to her, but you know that's my bad one. <laughs> I didn't have a shitty thumb <laughs> for two weeks. Uh, all right, let's see. We got a couple more here. Uh, hey, Mister J, wonderful. I recently read a story about a man afflicted with a condition called. Diphalia. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Dif- diphalia. What are your thoughts about it? This is the guy with two dicks. Yeah. Yes, dude. They call this guy the double dick guy. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, too. I, did you guys see the pictures of it? I did. <laughs> did you I see did, the picture actually, where it's yeah. hard? No, I didn't. Dude's got two pretty decent sized dicks. <laughs> like, you would think he would have one normal dick and then a yeah. gross, vestigial, cancerous looking, growth <laughs> dick. Dude's got two dicks. He's bisexual. He's in a relationship with a dude and a girl, and he does this move where he fucks chicks. He puts both dicks inside them. Inside of them, yeah, yeah, dude. He puts both fucking dicks. What? What's the girth? Like, what if both of his dicks were the size of a? I don't know, man. Yeah. It just here's the here's the thing for me. Here's the question I have. So since he's bisexual, is like one dick for the chick and another dick for the guy? I mean, I know he put two dicks in the chick, but he's like, yeah. all right, well, I can't put both dicks in the guy, which I think he admitted he did, right? He put him. 
both in a dude's ass as well. I think you know what, well, what he did was yeah, dude. for people that don't know. I think a lot of people don't even know what Reddit is, but Reddit's yeah. a website with links and I don't know posts and information. And there's things on there called Ask Me Anythings, which a celebrity will do often, or somebody who's lived through an experience. This guy went on there with two dicks and just said, "Ask me anything, any question." And people asked him about pissing and coming, and you know, it was really interesting. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's weird to me that this is the first time, I guess, in what the history where. Couldn't you have just Googled that kind of information? But he was yeah. really candid about it. Uh, yeah. I guess he's handsome and he's got two big dicks. <laughs> so no wonder he's popular. But he's he's bi, which means I guess he's he's probably gay, right? I mean, <laughs> but uh, he's in a relationship with a guy and a girl who are also together. It's like a polyamorous thing. Huh. I don't know. So Well, here's the thing for me, though. Like, dude, if like I don't know about you guys, but I jerk off. <laughs> no, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I masturbate daily, but here's the thing is that it, one thing I want to know is like, if he's jerking off like one cock and he busting out through that, is he, does the other dick automatically come too, or does he have to like both give himself the double handy? Somebody asked that. And oh. the answer was he has to jerk off every day or every other day because he has, his prostate is enlarged. It's not all a picnic. I mean, the guy has to go through some horse shit. Like, yeah medically there's problems but he has to jerk off because he gets a semen buildup and i guess he gets uh uncomfortable but he jerks off his right dick that's like the dick he always jerks off <laughs> and the cum comes out like a fork so it mostly explodes ejaculates out of his right dick and then mm -hmm. he has to sort of milk out the other cum in his left dick because it doesn't get expelled like it does out of the right so uh. What? It sounds kind of like a chore. Yeah. I mean, at that point, he's not watching porno and just enjoying himself. He's <laughs> like taking out the trash. Yeah. But, but guys, I mean, imagine how awesome he would be in like a Bukaki film. Oh, he yeah. He would fucking, oh, he would blast. It would, he'd be a one-man Bukaki show. And that's what he said, too. It's a ton of jizz. <laughs> he's coming. But, you know, I, I think there's a, a freak show aspect to it. Like, he wouldn't have a long, lucrative career in, in porno. He'd do <laughs> oh, one yeah. movie. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and then quit. He'd fuck the teen mom. I'd watch that porno. <laughs> oh, yeah, he definitely would. He'd be like Cockman the Destroyer or some shit like that, you know? Yeah. If well. he, if you're this guy, like, and you're get, about to get intimate with a lady or a guy or whatever, mm -hmm. do you warn them beforehand or you just whip out your double dicks? And be see, like, he boom. mentioned that, too. He said yeah. that he would sometimes do it to surprise people that he, as a joke, mm -hmm. other people he would tell, and then a lot of people would want to see it. And it sounds like he got a... a a lot of poontang just from people <laughs> wanting to know what it felt like and yeah like curiosity he just right. was that's fucking crazy yeah that's crazy so, so the question was do i would we consider it a defect or a positive and i don't know that's i think jokingly it's a positive but to really have two dicks yeah to really live life like that you don't want that yeah, I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, unless you created some special type of underwear and shit for like to have two my both my dicks come out of two dick holes. I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he said that. He said underwear was really difficult. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine? Like, dude, you're you're packing fucking heat. I mean, yeah, you, you got a two for one. I don't care. You can have two two three inch dicks. I mean, it's just one <laughs> ass six inch dick with a ton of balls. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. I want four two inch dicks. <laughs> Just like a, a fork down there. <laughs> I'm coming out of four dicks. <laughs> oh, man. It's like a firing squad. Yeah, I'd be like a superhero. 
Dude, I feel bad for any girl. Man, I wish I, I wish I knew about that fucking Reddit. I would have, I would have asked so many questions. I would have just, I would have, I would have just been all over this guy and said, "Dude, you got to bring him on the show." Uh, Dan. Yeah, maybe I'll try. Seriously. He's probably getting lots of uh, inquiries these days. You know, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll send him a note. I almost had the prancer size woman on here. I should have had her. <laughs> oh uh, shit! I'll, uh, yeah, I wrote her an email when she was blowing up, and she said, "Sure, I'll come on." But then I thought. I don't want to have her on and make fun of her because yeah. that's what would be funny. This guy can come on. We can just have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. all right, I'll, I'll hit that guy up. Uh, nice. All right, here, we, we got a couple more here. These questions still fun? You guys still yeah. enjoying this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, here we go. I like this one because when, this one's from one of your uh, fans, Jay, and he signed it. If you could fuck any person in the world, who would it be? And what if the price was Yo D? Would you still do it? <laughs> Your boy Emil from Denmark. <laughs> oh, <shit>. International question. <laughs> oh. So yeah, I guess let's just say, who would you fuck, and would it be worth your dick? No. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, it, it's yeah. never going to be worth your dick. But if, if there's anyone I can fuck, yeah, that's that's tough, man. Because there's a lot of hot broads out there these days now. You know, it sure is. Yeah. Every one of them's hot. Yeah, I mean, can I fuck all of them? <laughs> that's a tough question. Just beautiful women are everywhere. Okay, let's say celebrity. And I think you and I, Eddie, you and I tried to do this one, so we both had a hard time. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of hot celebrities. There I really mean, is. It's... There is. There is. Maybe it'd be Katy Perry. Uh, Katy Perry? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I just think like she seems like she'd be I, yeah, super I, good in the bed, too. I, I'd fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'd fucking... We'd, I'd show her eye of the tiger for sure. <laughs> Is this degrading? Should we not be talking about this right now? <laughs> All of a sudden, I feel really gross and rude. Like, if a lady listens to this, we sound like pervs. I would fuck double dick guy. <laughs> Just out of curiosity. Just one dick, though. Just... I'm not a, 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 a slut. Just one dick for me. Oh, man. I wonder if for double dick guy, if girls will, like, suck his cock and then jerk off the other cock. You, know you have I mean? to. Like... Well, the way he made it sound was like his right dick was, you know, really where the money, the magic was. His left dick was just sort of there to hang out. Dude, oh my God, I can't believe we went from banging hot chicks to double dick guy again. <laughs> it's hard not to go to that guy. Uh, well, do you have so like a classic girl, like, or even a woman that you've always just, you know? You know what's weird? I, I've always had this kind of weird crush on uh, Kate Beckinsale. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's yeah, not around she, so much anymore. She's not, man. And it's, I just, I mean, if she needs, it's, if she needs some company, I'm, I'm available. Kate, if you're listening to this, <laughs> she is. Check me out at ghettogenius.com and I'm more than happy to lay some pipe down on you. There you go. Now, she's beautiful. <laughs> she is. And that goddamn accent, man. But yeah. she's just always been one of those people where I'm like, oh, if I ever seen her in her alley, I'd probably have sex with her. Right. And I'm sure she'd yeah. have sex with you too in an alley. I, hope so. I, I, I think that's called rape. I know, right? Yeah. You took <laughs> oh, it too far. Fuck. Uh, all right, let's see what else did. what else we have here. Have you ever been caught fooling around in a car? I haven't. I haven't either. I have, but you know, I mean it wasn't anything crazy. They I guess they thought we were having sex and right. it's making out, but it's like I don't know. Was why are chicks weird like that? You're like, oh, let's go in the back seat. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna get fucking my fucking wang wet and all of a sudden right. they just want to kiss and i'm like really we, we couldn't do this, this in the front, front seat. Right. <laughs> i moved all the way back here for this <laughs> well, with my pants down and everything <laughs> i always felt like when i went in the back seat too it was very unsafe 
you know, because <laughs> I, I can't make a quick getaway <laughs> if, I don't know, a hobo came up or a police officer. <laughs> Maybe that's part of the charm of and the scariness of being in the back seat <laughs> or the very, very back, like way yeah. back. <laughs> in the trunk? Or like you know, an SUV, you take them way to the back. Oh, okay. SUV or minivan. I dig it. Yeah. I did that move a couple of times, like way in the back. Yeah. On like a, a moving blanket. <laughs> well, see, that's where that, because that's because the seats, they, they all go down. So right. it's like you have a bed, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, that's for making love. <laughs> that's the making love shit right there. Yeah. Especially if you have a tinted window. Oh, man. You just light a candle. You're good. You're on. You're good oh, yeah, for sure. Well, here's, here's a question uh, for our, we, we can make this our last one. It's lighthearted, and I don't even know the answer to this one. Why do White Castle burgers only come in one size? And I've never even had a White Castle burger. I haven't either. I have, and let me tell you, I, I used to live in Chicago uh, from 2002, uh, well, probably for about six months when I got out of college for my first job. Hmm. Went to White Castle, completely like drunk one night, ate like 28 of those little fucking things, and did... If imagine a soggy burger, like a but imagine, um, have you guys had like King's Hawaiian roll? Yes. Okay, so take a King's Hawaiian roll, put a mini ass patty in it with onions, and then that's a that's a basically a White Castle burger. But King's Hawaiian is way better. Is it like a sweet roll then? No, no, it's not a sweet roll. It's, it's about just, the size, oh. it's the size of a King's Hawaiian roll. So oh, like a slider almost. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like a slider, right? So. Huh. I ate like 28 of those things one night and literally like cause you can buy them in like fucking boxes. I, I think you still can. And it was like at the t- you have to eat them when you're drunk. I've never eaten this shit sober, but I will tell you this that I probably shit straight <laughs> for like 4 days and like crying. Like I literally uh. I, dude, I was praying to fucking God and on the toilet, like just make it stop. Like I don't. I thought it. I thought I had to go to the doctor. Oh Something man, wrong with me, dude. Yeah, that it was fucking. It was awful, man. It was awful. That's bad. I'm sorry. When you're in college and you're drunk, what won't you eat? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I said, in San Diego, we always would eat burritos, and there was this place called Santana's. Remember that joint? Oh, dude, their nachos are amazing there. You know what I used to always get, and I cannot find one. Anywhere is the California burrito. Or a burrito, yeah, I know. With the potatoes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And Del Taco now has a. I used to go to Del Taco. I think I talked about this, and open it up and put French fries in it. I, I like them that much, and you can't find a really good French fry potato burrito anywhere. But man, that burrito! And you wake up the next day right as rain when you have a burrito and you're <laughs> soaking up all that yep. booze. Yep. I can't do that now. I, I Jay and I were emailing back and forth. And I mentioned how this past few weeks have been great, but I, all I've been doing is eating and drinking like a fucking fish. <laughs> I mean, there were a few days there where I was never drunk. I was just kind of drinking all day. Mm. I mean, I have children, for Christ's sake. Yeah. But I would wake up in the morning, I'd have a little nip of Bailey's <laughs> and, you know, cruise into the afternoon, uh, have something else, and then start drinking some beers. And if you drink all day, you're not like drunk, but you're definitely buzzed and enjoying yeah. life. Now I feel like I need to dry out <laughs> big time. What about you guys? Did you? I know you, Eddie. You probably tie, we tied on a few together. So yes. I know you were drinking. Yeah, I've I've well, I drank this weekend, but um, yeah. I mean, I'd I'd have a beer right now. Yeah, I had a glass of wine. <laughs> there you go. Already, I had a couple beers at work before I left. So. I'm slowing down. <laughs> I'm not drinking Bailey's in the fucking morning anymore. I'm, I'm working. <laughs> but you, you two, Jay, you said you're trying to dry out now and work yeah. Hard. Oh yeah. 
I think since, like I said, man, I think since the book, you know, came out in mid-August, I went on this fucking, I went on a, you know, I went on a binge. I was eating everything in sight and I was drinking like booze was going out of style. I'd be like, oh, $300 tab, fuck it. I'll fucking, yeah, drinks on me tonight. And I would sure. literally go out. You had a book, dog. You're on top yeah. of the world. <laughs> well, here's the funny part was that when I went to these places, these bars to have my book signings, they were just giving me tabs. They're like, oh, shit, you're bringing in people? Yeah, we'll give you drinks for free. And then fans were buying me drinks. So nice. I was getting all fucked up. And then over, obviously, the holiday, like working in advertising and doing business on shoots and whatnot, you know, vendors are going to give you oh, yeah. bottles of booze and whatnot. So I took those home. And I literally had to have like a like come to Jesus with myself <laughs> and be like, look, dude, this is fucked up. And like I gained all this weight. So I was like, you know, January 1. Here's my resolution. I'm going to dry out. And, you know, for the first two days, I was shaking for a little bit. And it was like, <laughs> fuck, I, I need a fucking drink. But right. I, th- I think, um, I think I've, I've weathered the storm and I'm eating salads and shit and like nice. bananas. And yeah, dude, I fucking, I think I had, I think I had arugula for the first time fucking two days ago. <laughs> so it was, <laughs> it was amazing. So the month of January, I'm trying to take, I'm trying to take off. And kind of get back into it, but come February and Super Bowl Sunday, you're back. Uh, I'm I'm back and I'm I'm ready to attack and, and black out holding you know chicken wings when I wake up. You need it. You need it for content. You, you got to be <laughs> goofy for for your site. Well, here's my only advice to you: is don't get too crazy, or it's going to be so hard that you're going to uh, have a uh, fall off the wagon. You know exactly. To me, I just yeah. try not to drink during the week. The weekends are for drinking. <laughs> I just that's the way it is. I need I need to drink on the weekends or I, I don't know. Life's not worth living. I guess. <laughs> you know I like that though because I think I'm either all or nothing, and I, I need to have more of that attitude. Like you know what, I fucking, I, yeah, no drinking during the work week and yeah, and and drink on the weekend. There you go, and you have your cheat days because you can't just say I'm dry for January. It's gonna be so hard. And I know <laughs> it, it, it just yeah, drink on the weekends <laughs> or do I what you, I, you know. Don't I don't want to tell you what to do. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my advice to you. <laughs> all right. So listen, so let's wrap it up. Uh, big shout out to, to all your fans and, you know, all the great questions they sent in and, and everyone who listens to our show too. GhettoGenius.com, buy Jay's book, follow him. I mean, Christ, like you have 200,000 followers on, on Facebook or something. Obviously <laughs> you're doing something right. So check Thank him out. You, uh, walk off song. Not gonna forget it. Yes. Been very bad and naughty about not letting my guests have a walk off song. So, what? Uh, what, what do you have in mind, Jay? Dude, we got we got Tupac's "Picture Me Rolling," brother. Ooh, nice. Classic. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Super classic. I. Who doesn't like Tupac? <laughs> Tupac is like when I was uh, diving in down that Kardashian wormhole. Yeah. <laughs> there was the same person tweeting about them mentioned. That they were tweeted at. It's funny you mentioned Tupac's official page or something because yeah. a lot of people still follow it. That was one of their things. They mentioned that Tupac's page tweeted at them. And I looked at the tweet and the tweet was something like, Yo, Pac was an animal, but he was also an artist and an angel. And he was a good guy, but a bad and just Man, just talking about him like he was Jesus. <laughs> and yeah. it, it, it made me laugh. So who doesn't love Tupac? Yeah. I always like Tupac. One time when I was in college, I remember this girl. I always remember that that Tupac poster where he's he's got like he's kind of down on one knee, and I think he, is he doing a peace sign or a West Side sign? Maybe it was a album cover of his. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't know. But this girl, 
I remember I went to her dorm room to study, not sexually at all. Like this is <laughs> study that body. No, study, study. And she opened up her laptop, and the last thing she had had on was a picture from her boyfriend, of him. This is pre-selfie. I mean, this is like '99 or something. <laughs> and dude was naked. He had his pants down. He was sitting down. Huge dick, like fucking huge pipe on this guy, open. And this was a very nice, sweet, demure girl. And every time I think of Tupac, I think of this story because she had all these Tupac posters. And she opened up her laptop, and this poor girl, it's obviously her boyfriend, sent her a dick pic. Boom, was up. And she was mortified. We never studied again. That was that. So thank you for reminding me of that with your, with your Tupac walk-off story. Hey, no problem, man. And no thank problem. you so much for coming on. This, yeah. is, this has been great, man. No, thank you guys for having me, man. And uh, again, uh, good luck to you, bro. I, I really appreciate the show and what you guys do. And you know, I know you're you're going to be the big time oh, uh, sooner than no. I'm serious, man. I I'm serious. That. And uh, so I appreciate you guys. And uh, thanks for having me on, man. It was it was it was a good time. Nah, man. Yeah. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Yeah. Anytime. Cool. All right. Take care, man. All right, guys. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Jay, for coming on Ghetto Genius. Like I said, definitely check him out. And good luck with your TV thing. You know, you become famous, pull us up with you. Yes. By by the bootstraps. (laughs) So, all right. Well, thank you for listening. Save it for the show, episode 78. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be talking to you next week. See you guys.